0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unimportant Questions. This is going to be episode seven. And today we're going to talk about friendship, <laughs> which is a little more <laughs> abstract than some of the concrete topics that we've talked about. But there's it's good a l-
1: raw material, though. I felt like it was a great springboard.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, you want me to tell you the inspiration for yeah. it? Um, I was listening to your podcast with Tim. The three, was it three or four episodes of top albums? Yeah.
1: One is yet unpublished.
0: And you guys mention in there a lot how you're like friends, maybe best friends, you might yeah. say. And uh, I have always found that topic really interesting. And I was interested to see just like, well, you guys would sort of talk about it. But then while you're talking, you are kind of experiencing yeah your friendship together. And then, like, all the observations from that came from that. And I was listening to that, and I was just, like, thinking of topics. And I yeah. thought, man, it would be fun to talk unimportantly about friendship.
1: It's perfect, too, because I think uh, mine and your friendship is interesting as well. Because mm-hmm. um, we, like, I was friends with Stephanie first. Yeah. And then... My wife. Yeah, Stephanie. we've become friends through the podcast, and it's almost the only time we've hung out thats true is by podcasting. So in a way, there is a record of our friendship developing. <laughs> yeah. Like the only other time is like basketball or Facebook. Yeah. So, kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. Um, and I was definitely thinking of that too, because I was comparing, inevitably I was comparing our podcast to yours, and I was like, how is it different since yeah. me and Matt really aren't, we are le- we're friends, I'd say. Yeah but we're not friends on the level that you and Tim are.
1: Yeah. There was a moment early on in our podcast, mine and your podcast mm. where you said something to the effect of like, like we're friends, like kind of or something <laughs> <laughs> or like we're, I don't know you that well or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. And it is like, yeah, that's true. I mean, basically this is a friendship petri dish and we're seeing what
0: germinates (laughs) and now we're gonna talk about it yeah that's so meta yep um but that's what we do here at unimportant questions yeah um it's also been a while because stephanie my wife had a baby congratulations thank you You not that i haven't told you that before but now it's (laughs) recording hey now you've got it on tape (laughs) um and the baby was born two weeks ago, so I haven't been available. But I've been wanting, I've been desirous to do it, as you know. I've sent yeah. a few messages. I was like, maybe I'm bugging him with these messages. Like,
1: not at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, it's good that you had another baby because your oldest Rocket mm-hmm. is friends with my oldest Sage, yeah. and then I have another daughter Annie. Who's That's three right, months, three months old. And so you needed to have another kid to balance the friendship of the kids. Yeah.
0: So we are in similar um, groups in terms of we're about the same age. probably been married about the same amount of time-ish.
1: You know what? That's probably partially why we're friends. True. That Whoa. actually
0: does have something to do yeah. with one of the questions <laughs> I was going to ask. Um, so should we get right into it then? Yeah, All because right.
1: that does spark some good friendship questions then i'll just right off the bat
0: i'll start with that question um it's kind of worded weird but i think you'll get it unlikely friendships versus likely friendships
1: yeah (laughs)
0: um
1: it is hard to be friends with people in different life situations than you Mm -hmm. um even something as simple as having kids or not having kids can seem to affect, like, the quantity of friendship interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not the quality, but it's like the more things you have in common, the easier it is to find ways to be friends. To be together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you can have one thing in common with someone, but a lot of other things not in common, and then that friendship kind
0: of becomes less likely. Mm -hmm. So... But at the same time, um, have you ever had an unlikely friendship that kind of surprises you every time you think about being friends with that person?
1: Yeah. Yeah, sounds like you do too. What are you have
0: one in mind? I don't. I don't have one specifically in mind. I've just always noticed them because they always strike me as odd. And I think that was the thing I was most interested in was being aware that you're friends uh, with somebody that you're like, well, this is really bizarre. We should yeah. we be friends, you know? Um, and then that person like also probably being aware of that too, mm-hmm. but then being like, well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But like, I'm just interested in that space. Yeah. You
1: know? It's like the Fox and the Hound type friendships. Yeah, yeah totally. So sometimes you'll have, um, there's whole movies based on this premise. <laughs> yeah. Friends that are <laughs> at odds with, uh, like have a conflicting premise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, I have a friend named Jensen who I met. Uh, he was my roommate when I I was already married, but I was living in Manhattan. Oh. And he's uh, he travels with, like, pseudo-Broadway performing type things, and he's very gay, and he's, like, really extroverted and... I mean, I'm extroverted too, but in a lot of ways, our personalities differ quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And obviously our lifestyles vary quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, like it was easy to be friends with him Yeah, and I'm still friends with him and you know, maybe that's a fox and the hound type friendship. So then that kind of digs at a deeper question of like, so what makes someone a friend? Like, so I'll, I'll reflect (laughs) that question back to you. (laughs) Like, If it's not common interests, what makes someone a good friend?
0: That's a good question. (laughs) That's so deep. Um, It's getting important. Better tread (laughs) tread lightly. Whoa, everybody, calm down. Um, It is a good question because I think it's valid in the sense that it's not necessarily... Well, common interests, I think it's still common interests. I think if you were to look into your relationship, your friendship with that person, Jensen, you said their name is... You'd find that you do have a lot in common. Yeah. Certain things that you would expect would make your friendship likely don't mm-hmm. exist. But other more underlying, more important stuff is there. And yeah. that's what allows you guys to be friends. What, what are some of the things? Can you think well, of some Well, I'm just thinking
1: like you ever meet someone and you just click with them mm-hmm. and it's not because of a common interest. It's just like the way you talk or mm-hmm. kind of just the way that you approach social interaction I think that's what it is with Jensen. I mean, and he's not a close friend really, especially since um, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for Facebook, like I wouldn't have kept in touch with him very much. Yeah. Um, but I think that was kind of what it was is like the way that we would talk is makes it easy. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of came naturally.: Yeah, I think that's the same with us, like the way that we conversate.
0: yeah in fact i think with our friendship the there's a little bit of pressure or sort of expectation there for us to be friends because we do have so many things in common at least on the surface yeah and i almost think that pressure gets the way it's at least for me gets Mm -hmm. in the way of us becoming better friends do you know what i mean yeah because I feel like maybe I'm resistant to it and sort of rebellious. Like, well, well, just because I should be friends with him doesn't mean I have to be friends just with cause him. Just because we both like thrice, like that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. And so like part of the cool yeah. thing of this podcast is like sort of pushing through that weird yeah. pressure that exists.
1: Sometimes you never get through that, actually. Mm-hmm. I I've know. A lot of people in my life that we never broke
0: through that. Yeah. And you felt like the whole time you felt like i could have been really good friends with that person i think
1: that's weird how that happens i wonder i wonder why so here this here's a question for you um how can you secure a friendship with someone that is something of an arranged friendship (laughs) like do you have any techniques tips
0: or tricks you could start a podcast with them. <laughs> that's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> it's proven. Yeah. I mean, the essentially, to become friends with somebody, you have to interact with them. So if there is pressure there, you have to work through it. You have to get them to... You have to be around them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if yeah. that's kind of the main hurdle. So what's nice about having started a podcast is we have a premise. Yeah uh or not necessarily a premise but uh, an expectation to interact with each other.
1: It's a friendship vehicle. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> in fact, uh, some of my good friends from like school, I'm not as f- in close with I'm not as close with because we don't really have an excuse yeah. to spend time together. You know what I mean? I do. Oh yeah, totally. So, and if we did, if we did have something like a podcast or something like that, maybe we would be better friends.
1: You know, um not to jump on the podcast bandwagon too much there, but I mean...
0: (laughs) A creative project.
1: Tim and I were great friends in high school. We had a band and -hmm. the band facilitated our friendship for several years. And then after we both went on LDS missions, we came back and went to different schools and we didn't have a friendship vehicle anymore. Right. And we were still friends and I probably still would have called him my best friend, but we didn't even talk that much. Like we didn't have any our Venn diagram of friendship barely overlapped anymore. Right. You know, and then starting the podcast again with him a little over a year ago has rejuvenated the friendship. Yeah. So and
0: it's like been first it was the band and now it's this. Yeah. So you got to have something with yeah. some friends. There's this existing, this thing where you just get together and hang out. Right. Mm-hmm. But not all friendships seem to be able to work in that way.
1: Yeah. Well, like, have you ever had a friend where you really like them a lot?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not like, like, but not <laughs> <laughs> no, I know um, what you mean. And so you're kind of always trying to find excuses mm-hmm. to like get in touch or to hang out or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that kind of becomes a tricky situation too. I have a good friend Marcus who lives in Louisiana now. And when we were at school together, we would, you know, we were both art majors and we would hang out. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, if something has to remind me of him or something
0: or like I'll have to watch a Bill Murray movie and text him or something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I have some friends like that too. I have a friend that lives out in Atlanta (laughs) and I want to talk to him, but yeah, I just kind of forget and then it'll be something inevitably that reminds me of him. causes me to text him.
1: You brought that up with video games, how that is kind of a friendship vehicle for you. Yeah.
0: It's, it's actually really nice. Um, uh, it has allowed me to stay or even become closer friends with people that would probably have faded out of yeah. my life a little bit more if, and it's helped, it's actually caused me to meet new people that I would consider friends, people mm-hmm. I've never met before, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's sort of scary to become friends with people in general. And then like online, it's also yeah. even maybe a little bit more scary, mm-hmm. but, um, but ultimately, it is another, like, friendship vehicle. Like you say, we get in together and, like, be, you know, I guess yeah. essentially being friends with somebody is just being around somebody. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, I guess if you break it down to its core, like, that's what friendship is. Mm-hmm. That was a question I had for you, is, like, when you're a kid, like, say your friend has a Nintendo 64 and you don't, and so you want to hang out with them to play Nintendo 64. hmm when I was a kid it was like a, they called that like using them. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just using me or and it obviously has a negative connotation and it probably should in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not that problematic. Like yeah. If you use someone for the friendship like doesn't mean you're not actually friends with them. Right. That's just what accommodates the friendship.
0: You're still like in the room with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like um, I can speak to this because I, I didn't have any speaking, like a, I specifically went through the example you're mentioning <laughs> and I did feel bad at the time. I felt like maybe I am, you know, taking advantage some of somebody because they have a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But I've since got my own Nintendo mm-hmm. and I still only play it with other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I still don't really play it by myself very much. So I don't feel like that could be as true
1: yeah i'm sure a lot of it would depend on how the interaction went once you were hanging out playing nintendo yeah if you were you know having a good old time then sure but if they're just like can i have a turn now and they're just wanting to <laughs> and you're like, like why to does this person play single have to be player golden eye and you just watch them play your nintendo That's yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
0: um That's funny you bring that up, but it's just another example of us being from the same sort of population, (laughs) having experienced the exact same sorts of things.
1: Well, in a way, like you could, if you had some kind of insecurity about our friendship, assuming you don't.
0: (laughs) um, I have insecurities about every single thing. (laughs) So I do, but it's okay. It's pretty normal.
1: Yeah. Okay. So assuming... We won't assume that. We'll just go with, with if you were stewing on that insecurity mm-hmm. and you we thought, well, Matt's not actually my friend. He's just <laughs> using me because I have this sweet podcast <laughs> equipment. I have and, two microphones. <laughs> yeah. like you He only could, ever comes over to record podcasts. You could talk yourself into that, and yeah. then our friendship could dwindle and die yeah. because that you got hung up on that. But there's something authentic to our friendship, and this is a big part of what... You know what that is
0: So yeah it's almost a matter of choice like how i choose exactly, to exactly yeah it. totally yeah i think that's true um i feel like it there's a feeling of moving on Should yeah to the next i think question? you're right
1: i had a i had a question loosely um related to what we were just talking about but it's it was a few minutes ago so
0: do you want do you feel like it's well just thinking about like
1: ask uh it. bandwidth like in your life you know Bandwidth meaning like your your capacity for time, and energy oh, yeah. towards other individuals or endeavors. Mm-hmm. So, do you, Jaron, subscribe to the friend capacity limit, like mentality
0: or theory? <laughs> oh, like, are you referring like, to an actual theory that we can only have with like a certain amount of friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally do. In fact, I think that goes into all, like, social circles. Like, I don't like to complain too much about the government because I feel like there's a lot of unfounded complaints about mm-hmm. the government out there. But I do feel like it makes sense that the smaller the group of people that are self-governing, governing, yeah. that that there's a lot of pros to mm-hmm. that. Like, I always Accountability feel... Accountability and whatnot. Yeah, and just, yeah, like, if... It, it's easy to be critical of something like the federal government. And this applies to friendship too. Sure. Because they're far away, you know, they're like in another city. They're people we've never met before. They're only people we see through media. Um, And like the same goes for friends. Um, It's easy. It can be easy to think like my friend who lives in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. that maybe, you know, it can be easy to, kind of convince myself that well, maybe we're not really friends anymore, you know, because mm-hmm. he's far Cause away the distance. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't necessarily have to do with the amount of people, but at some point you can't keep, you can only keep so many people close to you. Yeah. Like, like you said, there's only so many hours in the day and you have to be doing stuff, you know? Yeah. And a lot of our friendships are based on like what we're already doing yeah, throughout the day. Yeah. They
1: seem to have like the highest leverage friendships it's like we can occupy our kids and hang out with friends
0: yeah exactly (laughs) that was exactly like we can be friends because we have the added benefit of well if we hang out together our friends our kids can hang out together and play and like pay attention to each other and we can pay attention to each other
1: yeah it taps into that kind of sad truth of like if you get married and all your friends if all your friends are getting married and you're not and like they're going to drift away from you Mm -hmm. in most cases. And that kind of stinks, but it's totally understandable. Maybe less so with marriage because that's not totally prohibitive as far as like hanging out with a single friend, but Mm -hmm. um, it does just a matter of practicality.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it totally is. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like that person the person that's drifting away from you, not wanting to be friends with you anymore. Although it can feel that way sometimes. It is certainly just like, well, we're going with like, like what you say, what's, what's practical. Right. Or even if you do get married, you're going to hang, you're going to want to hang out with couples so that you can split off into what feels like a natural group of group of two. Mm -hmm. You know, the husbands talk to each other and the wives talk to each other. I'm not saying is how it always goes, but that seems to be like an easy thing.
1: Yeah. That's the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking about like family too. Like I live pretty close to most of my family. Mm -hmm. They live up in Bountiful and I have, there's like that phrase, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Uh (laughs) That phrase? (laughs) That one. Is that the phrase you meant to say? (laughs) (laughs) Just the first sentence, but yeah. Yeah. Um, unless that's separated by commas. Anyway, but you can pick
0: your family's nose. So, <laughs> Is that the implication you're going for? <laughs> you can't pick your family, right?
1: You can pick your friends. So, logically speaking, there's a higher probability of you enjoying spending time with your friends more than spending time with your family, due to the fact that you chose your friends because you like them. Mm-hmm. Your friend, your family, you may or may not like them in in some <laughs> regards. Yeah. Um, and it's, it also ties into the bandwidth thing. Like I want to spend time with my family and I enjoy it. Fortunately, I'm good friends with my family, Mm -hmm. but it does come at the expense of very rarely having any time to spend time with friends who I would like to spend more time with. Yeah. You feel me?
0: Yeah, I do. Actually, I was going to point out the counter argument of like, I find myself going to hang out with family. Because I feel, uh, stress when I think about asking my friends hmm. if they want to hang out because I don't know, um, social pressure. Yeah. Like, or it'll be like, I'm watching rocket for the day and it's like, well, do I like go, I like, call a friend or I go on Facebook and be like, does anybody want to hang out? Yeah. Or do I just go to my parents' house where I don't even have to call? Yeah. And then just show up, and I know they'll be happy to see me you right. know yeah the 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 family thing has gotten rid of some sort of like even need to ask, mm-hmm. which actually can I just lead segue that into my next question? yeah, I give you permission to do that <laughs> can a friendship become family uh,
1: yeah i had a I had a similar thought too, like um in society, there's a trend, it's not a super new trend, but where it's like family is any close group of people, right? Like Mm -hmm. like, you hear people like, oh yeah, they're so, they're such good friends, they're family. Mm -hmm. I can go for that. I mean, I don't have like a, you know, big opposition to that. Tim's basically a brother Mm -hmm. and um, like he comes to family events where it's just my family and Tim. And so I think, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that, um separation of whatever I shouldn't say always maybe there are situations where that almost literally
0: dissolves to where it's like there's no differentiation but yeah I don't know what do you think well I think it can be I don't think I've gotten there with anybody I think I've gotten close but I feel like if I think it mu- it must be true I feel like mm-hmm. um definitely there's a large percentage of people in the world who have had family situations way different than ours yeah and sometimes those family situations almost encourage somebody becoming family with their friends you know yeah they're in like a hostile family situation sure. or even that. just somebody that like are just just a group of people are so detestable Yeah. <laughs> and like what is family are like we ha- there are things that define what a family member is Mm -hmm. you get into a tight spot um financially or just like your car breaks down any sort of thing you can bring
1: your head over without calling first
0: yeah yeah you if you did that with a friend i would say you've reached you've achieved like a, a family sort of status with that person if you feel that comfortable with somebody yeah that you can do family like things with them
1: yeah i think like with my dad or my siblings, there's, there's virtually nothing I can do that's gonna, you know, that they're going to disown me or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and so don't live in fear of like ruining our familiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and maybe a, a friend that's reached family status is like, you can tell them things and you're not afraid of losing them as a friend. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That would make sense, because I had, I had a friend. I mean, he's still a friend, but I thought he was family level. And then we had a falling out, which is rare for me in my life. Like, I haven't had many falling outs. Yeah. And it kind of proved that, like, it wasn't quite family level. And that's right. okay. It's just, it did, it did become more apparent
0: what it was. So, yeah. I guess there's, but you can have, I always want to fight against that idea, though, because you can't have a falling out with family Right. But at the same time, they'll kind of always something about family more than friends, like, will they'll come back to you? Yeah, they'll stick around yeah, in hopefully, a way, right? Or not like, not, not as like you, you can't avoid them almost, you yeah. know. And maybe that is the case with friends. I don't know what's happened to the friend that you had a falling out with if you just haven't been in contact. Yeah, with no, them we're back being friends. Okay, it's
1: just there's always kind of that like cloud in our past, yeah, you know, but yeah.
0: And maybe that's affected like your level of friendship currently for sure. I'm always curious about that because I do have friends that I've gotten, you know, where at least even where we've said maybe we're best friends or Mm -hmm. we there's this sort of almost family-like feeling. Yeah. And I don't know if it was me. If I was bringing my own, like, insecurity about a family, a friend's ab- ability to be a family member, mm, like, like to that. Yeah. Or if it was them and I felt pressure, you know, to not, like, fully embrace that. yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of little things that contributed or, or that do contribute to that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: it was probably a mixture of both. <clears throat> but I always, I still always find that interesting as I get, like, Closer to people. Yeah. I was, like I'm always thinking about like how it's happening too, mm-hmm. at the same time that it's actually happening. Yeah,
1: it's hard to not like overanalyze things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel that way when there's an arranged friendship in play, like, and that t- tends to happen in like work or church or something. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say in church, you have like an assigned person to visit, right? They oh, do yeah. that in in our church where you kind of are assigned to be friends with them Mm -hmm. and it's way harder to become real friends with them at first because it's like they know that you're supposed (laughs) to be friends with them but there's nothing unauthentic about me trying to be friends with them it's just the the simple fact of like they know that i was assigned to this Mm -hmm. it probably just takes longer for them to be able to gauge like
0: authenticity and you know how genuine i'm being or whatnot that goes back to the question of unlikely versus Likely friendships, you know, this friendship of has like been artificially made likely Mm -hmm. like you guys will be friends. Yeah. And like that sort of messes it up almost a little bit.
1: It does. It makes it harder (laughs) and it can work out. I mean, I'm good friends with people now that I was assigned to be their friend at one point. Yeah. Um, but that's not always the case. So it just depends. Mm -hmm. This, I have a similar question with, uh, unlikely friends. Do you have any experience with frenemies?
0: um yeah I thought about this while we were talking about it um I I don't know if are you talking about this thing that I'm about to say which is um someone that you were supposed to be friends with but you just couldn't like it just didn't work yeah you're like hey by all accounts we should be friends Uh and you may even want it on some level and it's just like i just don't i can't do this person
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to happen yeah
0: um that's not how
1: quite how i meant it um i don't know if i have experience with frenemies but the google definition was a person with whom one is friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry
0: i think that counts i think that counts it could count for sure i think sure. there's similar things like because i think the the friendship part of it indicates that you do, on some level, think you ought to be or want to be friends with this mm-hmm. person. But, like, in some way, I'm, like, thinking of specific people, yeah. multiple people that I'm, like... man, It's I just, just not happening. I just don't like... I don't know.
1: The opposite seems to hold true for the definition of frenemy, where it's, like, in all accounts, you should be enemies. Mm-hmm. But you still just kind of like them somehow. Oh, yeah. Like... Like you're still friends. It's almost like arch rivals that like you're you're glad you disagree because it's fun or friend friendly. That's even
0: closer to the fox and the hound example that you made. (laughs) Like and by all accounts the hound should want to kill the fox and the fox should be aware of that and not want to be friends with him.
1: Yeah, and that makes me like think about well, in what what specific parts of my life do i have rivals and that's probably why i don't have frenemies because i don't know (laughs) maybe like someone you play basketball with every week who just like you hate the way they play yeah and like you want to block them every time they have the ball (laughs) but like you're
0: still friends with them yeah that is one specific example i'm thinking of for sure um yeah like somebody that kind of challenges you on a level Mm -hmm. that challenges your identity whereas maybe your group your regular group of friends you feel like you fit comfortably but you feel like if this person were to come in, they'd steal some of that space that mm-hmm. you that you exist in. You'd be like, they'd see him as sort of me, and I wouldn't like that. So maybe it's like a 2 they're too yeah. similar to you.
1: That yeah, I could see that for sure.
0: Maybe um, that also kind of speaks to maybe why arranged friendships are so can be difficult, at least mm-hmm. at first, is like well, am I even going to like this person, you know? Yeah. Or are they going to be, like, how how am I going to exist in, with this person, this unknown? It's like,
1: suddenly know? I'm really picky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because in, in general, like, why would you want fewer friends? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to be picky. But now that you're assigned to be their friend or, you know, your wives are friends, so it's like, well, maybe I don't even like this person. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. It's sort of, I guess it is just really a reflection of, like, your own insecurities of Mm -hmm. like, what is, how is this person going to infringe on my identity that I have for myself? Well,
1: since we have to wrap up, I have, I have a parting word of advice. This coming from 2006 Belterdown high school class friendliest. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that fact until just now. Um, I've never like regretted being friends with someone. Yeah. Like friendship is not, Is very rarely a burden and so yes you have a certain bandwidth for people you can hang out with but I've definitely found that being friends with more people is just happier and better Mm -hmm. and so a lot of that like you said earlier it's comes down to a choice like choosing to be friends with someone rather than choosing to think they're annoying or not be their friend yeah um, can be a happier way to live
0: yeah so I agree with you and I think with that, we should end.
1: Yeah, that was like, maybe you could add some really nice, sweet music over my voice there. <laughs> like yeah.
0: violins and, and birds chirping or something. Yeah, something to get people inspired. Yeah. We, I don't, we haven't really ended on any sort of inspiring note before, um, but it's exciting. Yeah. What a great way to end. <laughs> cool. Hey, good topic. Jared. Yeah, thanks. Hey, thanks for coming over and being my friend, Matt. Yeah.
1: Thanks for being my friend and thanks for having two microphones.
0: Hey, anytime. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Thanks for using me for. Exactly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thanks for, you know, accommodating the use.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and have a great uh, week. This has been an episode of unimportant questions.